Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Video Editing Podcast, the podcast where you and I have a conversation about how you can become a better video editor so that you can work with your dream client sooner. And if you listened to the last episode, you'll know exactly what this episode is about. Today, we are talking or carrying on our conversation with David Gesselbauer, a Berlin-based commercial video editor who I admire. We talk about some of the techniques that he uses and he works with some major clients and we talk about his commercial for Porsche. So we talk about effects and transitions and um, where they should live in your work. Hopefully you take something away from this and um, it opens your eyes up to a new style of editing. If you like to look at any of the references that we speak about, I'll put a link in the show notes to the specific commercials that we are talking about. Okay, enjoy. I saw today the Porsche commercial that you cut recently. There's a, a stylistic approach of fast cuts, um, reflections, and you know, it feels like it feels like perhaps to the untrained eye, like their effects. Um, you mean like all this this flashy stuff, you know, or the lines? Stuff. Yeah, there's, yeah. Uh, there's short shots that look like they're mirrored and um, mm -hmm. it creates a, a sense of chaos, you know, as mm -hmm. the car is revving up and, and fast cuts and this, which mm -hmm. has a sense or a feeling like um, they could be plugins or effects um, or transitions. Ah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. to they me, won't, it they, they are not, yeah. as if they're not. They are shots cut together in great, in you know, quick succession, with um, with careful thought into how these shots flow from one to the next. Yeah, right. um, that's correct. Uh, I'm I'm much of a fan, you know, doing most of uh, of the stuff, you know, with what's there in the material because you know this gives you room and and joy in experimentation. Um, although I do a lot of you know After Effects stuff and and here and there, you know, using a plugin if it's like a shake or so, but. Um, if you you know if you look at every frame of the footage you got you find uh, find some pearls and um, this particular thing you know props goes out to the DOP uh, Oli Milo who uh, by the way shot um, uh, blinding lights video by by the weekend Amazing. so uh, he really really knows his stuff and uh, this footage was just great and this little um, flashy things this was just him you know doing uh, low frame rate i guess and just you know pulling around the corner um, they had this led stripe on, on the side of the of the street mm -hmm. and he was just going crazy with it and i was like there's so many good stuff in there yeah um, great i can uh, imagine it's the kind of footage that um perhaps someone with not much experience would look at it and go what the hell do i do with this you know, even back in the days of, you know, the, the, the club footage or the, the after show videos, you know, when there is, you know, something, something flashy going on happening, it, it's just, it's, it doesn't matter that, uh, um, you know, what's being shown is somehow making sense, but what does it make it feel like, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a chaos that you want or disruption and 
Yeah. And so, so anything, anything is possible. If it's just, you know, um, um, a slight light moving from left to right, and if it gives you a push, um, then I would use it. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, certainly when I was starting out, I would look at footage and I'd look for the most polished stuff to put mm. to use. Um, that looks good. That shot is steady. I'll keep that. And if I was putting a timeline of selects together, it would always be the most polished shots. Oh, but the more absolutely, yeah. Yeah, you found? Did you find the same? Um, I, I still do it, yeah. of course. Um, first, you know, first round of selects is just uh, really just cut, cutting off the the trash, and and then find the polished the, the most polished pieces, as mm -hmm. you said, but still keeping you know all the the rough rough yeah. things. I think those those rough ones are uh, they're almost like the diamonds, you know, the uncut gems, mm -hmm. uh, because there are See what you moments. Did there. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, those moments are the moments that you can pull in when you're trying to elicit emotion. And I think um, it took me a long time to realize that um, uh, what you're seeing is not necessarily what you want to show. It's what mm -hmm. you're feeling mm -hmm. is what you want to communicate. And so if there's a moment That's in the footage enough. where it's a bit shaky and it gives you a sense of chaos, yeah. then that's going to come through when you put it in the cut. And even yeah. if it's you can't tell what it is, mm. then it gives it gives the viewer that emotion. And uh, yeah, when it when it's cut together in great succession as you do, then it flows and it gives you this incredible sense of movement and uh, and chaos. If that's if that's mm -hmm. the emotion that you're trying to communicate, it feels like there's a, a lot of um, weight what's the word uh, to plugins and effects and transitions and this sort of thing uh, in modern editing and i think it's a result of you know social media and tiktok and everything mm -hmm. else communicating this as editing when mm -hmm. i know what you mean yeah yeah I, I mean i also get these ads for like uh you know 20 premiere transition packs mm -hmm. uh or a glitch overlays and you know i think i i, I blame the music videos you know from from all the rappers that are just you know trying to do as much effects as possible and and you know if if not every cut just you know rotates or scales up or changes in color then it's not editing Mm -hmm. So uh, I think that that's that's the sense right now, but um, of course it's bull. But uh, I, I I get where they're going for uh, or what they're going for. Yeah, of course. Um, and I also enjoy it. Um, many many of the good stuff, but I try to stay away from plugins as yeah yeah as consistent yeah. as possible. I feel the same way. I feel like plugins have their time and they have their purpose. Um, but only if uh, the footage can't tell the story well enough. And That's it, right, yeah. It's, um, the story should be the, the thing that comes first, and then the plugins and effects, uh, the last thought, the cherry on the cake, if you will, should, mm. if the story isn't strong enough. But um, it seems to be that uh, everybody shilling transition packs and effects and plugins um, doing it the other way around where the effects are the editing and they yeah. replace the story and, uh, and yeah i mean okay but uh, look at brother you know brother 
Yes. Um, you know, their whole style is built on just effects, effects, effects on top. Um, and uh, their the effects replace the concept. And but they do it magnificent, uh, magnificent. Um, that uh, yeah. it's a feast to look at. Yeah. Even even that you know that um, the 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 base footage might not be the best, but what they make out of it mm-hmm. is just really creative and it yeah. still flows. You know, if you don't have a story, then at least you need to have a, a flow. Um, yeah. And this is exceptionally well done. Yeah, you're right. There is um, uh, f- the fashion films and the fashion world, uh, I think, is its own beast. And mm. I think is most definitely the biggest exception to the to the rule because it's um, the primary purpose of fashion films and, and fashion content is uh, it's essentially a moving still mm-hmm. each each of them is shot most of most of the, these films are shot by stills photographers who uh, fashion photographers who've moved into the video world. And their primary focus is the clothes. And I think uh, because of that, because the primary purpose are these inanimate objects and not the character or the narrative, I think that's why that world leads itself really well to these sort of um, graphical representations, uh, the use of graphics to keep the viewer engaged. Because if you're looking at a, a boot or a dress, there's only so much you're willing, so much time mm-hmm. you're willing to look at that shot before you need to uh, switch it up a bit or, or create some kind of um, engagement. Yeah, uh, I did a lot of fashion stuff as well. And it's exactly like you said, uh, you know, uh, even, you know, carving out some angles that you haven't used uh, is, is also, you know, kind of kind of a um a challenge uh and so you need to get creative in conclusion would you say effects plugins transitions um where uh, on what occasions are they good and what occasions are they bad um you know they're bad if they're trying to hide that you don't know how to cut um or something you know you know, every cut works. If you do a rotation zoom transition on it, you can literally cut any picture together and it will somehow fit. But, um, you know, as I say, you need to know the rules to know how to break them. And I think at at a certain point, um, they can be quite a creative tool, but I wouldn't suggest that you start with all the stuff uh, and try to create the sense um, that you're trying to to emulate with the plugins, uh, with the footage you got, with a, just a uh, hard cut, and then make make it as a cherry on top. But uh, you know, don't make the whole concept, you know, being spinny, glitchy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. No, I wanted to talk to you about effects because it's something that. Um, I uh, I feel is yeah is something that's like a uh, almost like a 
easy way in for so many people. Um, mm. And it's quite a contentious issue, in, in, in my opinion, because uh, people seem to rely so heavily on it and forget the rest. And what yeah. I consider the most important things, which are storytelling and um, shot choice. And, uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You first have to know what it, what is a good shot, and you just only know this uh, with experiencing. Um, I can tell you why I feel certain shots are good, um, but maybe because I did it for. 10 years, you know, um, uh, I've seen quite a lot of shots and somehow something sticks out. And um, I, think, I think you first have to get a conscious for it, uh, what works. Um, and then even, you know, um, go away from it or change the shot up uh, just because, you know, something something in the, in the hole or in the puzzle that you're working on just works better with another shot. But I think you first have to get conscious about uh, what what works. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's why every editor cuts differently. Every you give the every editor the same footage. They, mm -hmm. No two will be the same. They yeah, yeah, bring their own references to everything they cut, and their own choices yeah. for which part of which uh, you know raw footage they chose and why they put it there. And it, they, mm -hmm. it's infinite. There are infinite possibilities and um, yeah. there are that, infinite that's the beauty of it. to pull yeah. from. That's right. Um, could be a, a movie that you've seen or uh, some some stuff picked that you watched and you subconsciously picked something up there and, you know, uh, trying to emulate it without even noticing. Um, but in order to do that, you just need to consume and uh yeah and mm -hmm. produce a hive mind in your own mind yeah. yeah and there's no way that um I, I don't know if you're the same but there's no way that i could pluck any reference from everything i've seen and go that's why i do that in my edits mm -hmm. I think there's anything yeah, I yeah, that's right. from. yeah 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 but uh it was uh, beautiful when i posted um the porsche commercial um so there's a scene where he's in the car and screaming and all is flashing and then he splits in two. Uh, and someone told, um, wrote me uh, that he found it was so cool that I pulled this from Lost Highway from the ending scene. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh God, yeah, it's right. Um, that's, that's just like, like the ending scene in Lost Highway and it's one of my favorite Lynch movies. And but I did okay. not thought about it uh, at any given time. Yeah. But uh, of course. Um, yeah. Of course, it's there. I, yeah. I haven't seen it, so I'll I'll check it out and okay. Yeah. And catch the one. reference. It's not like that. I, I see footage and think of ah, this is like the the Vimeo video I've seen a week ago. Uh, let's just try to pull it together like this. Uh, it, it's never like that, but it helps that uh, it's in, in the back of my mind, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you mentioned that you're looking to make more headway into features. Is there anything in particular within features that, that your heart desires? Mm -hmm. Doing an Edgar Wright movie. Okay, that would be amazing. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen, but this would just be the dream. 
Okay. Because if you look at um, if you look at how he edits or how he utilized the edit to tell jokes, you know, yeah. just through editing, and you know all this 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 quick. A highly dynamic, so in tune with the music, uh, it's it's just gorgeous. Yeah, Baby Driver, you know, uh, Scott Pilgrim. Mm -hmm. uh, it's um, it's uh, it must be as good as it gets. Yeah. yeah, and do you have a plan to achieve that? Um, you know, everything before uh, at this point was also just you know me going with the flow. I didn't put too much. Uh, planning into it but i feel like now i should i should be a little more because um, um i'm now at the point of my career where i can you know finally make a decision to to so what road i want to go to you know yes. the most and so i tried everything and uh, now it's time you know to just focus on on one path and uh, but still, you know, uh, I, I love doing commercials and short stuff and, and music videos and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I'm trying to pursue now the long format. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely something um, therapeutic I like about short form content. Mm -hmm. Starting a project and finishing it within a week or two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's something for me to do with my frame of mind or just being able to go, okay, done, bye next and yeah compartmentalize yeah, cool. everything rather than laboring uh, something over so long and, and prolonging the stress yeah, yeah. i think yeah and, and overthink it yeah. that's uh, that's also um, you know happened with the feature you know you're working on a scene for a week and then you go back to the to the first cut because uh, you overthought it and if i only got you know a certain time frame for the scene that I, you know, I just went with my gut feeling and not just, you know, um, try to make it better when there was nothing to do. Yeah. Do you have one time saver or a shortcut or something that is your go-to that it saves you the most time or gives you the most, like mm -hmm. most efficiency in your editing process? Okay, let me let me show you my keyboard. So here's the the S key, mm. and it's super <laughs> damaged because I press S at every given second, almost. Because uh, my shortcut there is um, is move playhead to cursor. Oh, okay. That, that thing that thing changed my life, man. Oh, nice. Because I'm, I'm working with uh, a trackpad instead of a mouse. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just, you know, um, put, put my cursor where I want to, my, where I want my playhead. And I have it on S. And that's, I'm just like. Okay, nice. Jumping back and forth. Yeah. Bringing the playhead to the, to the mouse cursor allows you to preview footage very quickly, but I presume mm -hmm. you also add cuts to the footage using that um, very quickly. Yeah. What other advantages does bringing the playhead to that point bring you? Yeah, you also got this uh, play around um, shortcut, yeah. you know, with command. Um, okay. uh, uh, but I don't do that. I just, you know, go let my cursor go there where I want it and hit S and, and play. And... It's command shift. Okay. 
Um, Play around. Uh, uh, I don't know. So you work in Premiere at the moment? Yeah. And you used to cut in Avid? Uh, so I had to learn Avid in, in film school, um, but I quickly realized it's not for me. It's it's not... I feel like, uh, and, and I have so many Avid friends that disagree with me, but I feel like I have to do three steps to do something that I can do in one in Premiere. Mm-hmm. Um, it just I felt guess. like this. But but we also at film school, you know, did um, analog editing, you know, really on, on, the, on the Steam bag, you know, with, yeah. with film material mm-hmm. and, and cut it together. And Avid is more, you know, trying to emulate, emulate that kind of editing. But, of but uh, yeah. Premiere is just like, you know, drag and drop based. And I just feel more home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. Premiere for me. Um, I started in Final Cut Pro Seven. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, and so it's it's a logical, you know, logical yeah. step. Yeah, and, and I, I jumped into Avid and I've cut a couple of things in Avid, but I just found the I found it clunky, cumbersome, and slow. Yeah, yeah. and flow. I feel like the that the UI just looks like it's straight out, out of the 90s i, I can't help <laughs> it myself does. It does. yeah <laughs> yeah I, it doesn't bring i'm me sorry joy. avid guys yeah yeah, yeah no. no we no. we love you and respect avid, you. cutting in avid feels like work <laughs> yeah and yeah. premiere it's fun yeah you know that uh, until uh, it isn't you know that meme where uh maybe i'll drop this on the meme page the meme where uh, uh the minimalist lady and she's going this sparks joy this does not spark joy. <laughs> That's like the two interfaces yeah, yeah, yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I was so uh, I was so amused by your NLE battle, um, and <laughs> and you even showed it that you hit randomizer, but it was first round Abbott versus Premiere. Yeah, and I, I was like, oh, <laughs> this is not going good <laughs> because when Abbott is out of the Mm-hmm. out of the questions you know then then the pu- purists yeah they will come and <laughs> strike yeah. you down you should know your place i know so many so many people said uh oh, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be random and it should be premier versus avid in the final but mm. part of, you know i feel like that isn't it obvious what's the point in the battle if we know the final is premier versus avid mm. um, yeah yeah what was doing blender in there (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. because then i didn't consider it an nle but it was voted for um and did surprisingly well i was really surprised by how far i got yeah but you know i i also voted for blender but just because of the meme (laughs) yeah. <laughs> it was being worthy, but sounds, I expected Windows yeah. Media, uh, Windows Movie Maker, to do better <laughs> mm. for the meme value. But it didn't. yeah, that's right. I think next year we'll do um, categories. Uh, mm. we'll do, you know, pro and prosumer, and then mm, apps. Ah, uh, okay, I see. Yeah. yeah, maybe there'll be a category for um, motion graphics, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. It's been good to get to know you, your process, and your journey to getting to where you are now. Congratulations. Thanks so much. Yeah, keep up the great work because I really love everything that you, you're posting. Yeah, because I only post what I also of think course. it's good. Thank you so much, David. So in conclusion, I think what we could really say is there's a certain 
hierarchy, a certain level of client, like Porsche, that expects a certain style, um, a certain elegance to the commercials that they make. And using effects and transitions cheapens the, the editing a bit. And it's, it's not really something that the higher end of, uh, of clients is going to appreciate. Uh, so that's definitely something to consider uh, moving forward as you start to progress your editing style. If you would like to have video editing tips every week instead of every two weeks, then head to unsplice.com and sign up for the newsletter and you'll get a new tip in your, straight in your inbox every week. If you have a question that you'd like answered on the podcast, then why not head to unsplice.com forward slash ask and submit your question. And then hopefully we can get you on the podcast and answer it live. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to speaking to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.